see you. Because it's really not about me, Lord. It's about you, Lord. It's about you getting the glory. It's about you getting the honor. It's about you getting the praise. So if you will, Father, allow them to look past me and see you, Lord. Even now, Father. Even now, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I would sing that song. But. Oh, glory to your name, Lord. Let's do it. 
desires to defeat, visions to decree. See, it's my destiny. There's a king in me. I don't know about you, but the enemy tried to count me out. But the Lord said, no, 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 no. There's a king in you. There's work for you. So thank you, media, for finding that song. I appreciate it. I like first giving honor to God who's the head of my life. I'd like to thank my pastor for this opportunity to stand before you. To my wife, I love you. Thank you for your support over the years. You are a big part of where I stand today. So I thank you for that. It's good to see my parents here. To my brothers in the ministry, God bless you. If you have you have your Bibles, will you turn with me to 2 Kings chapter 7, please? Chapter 2 Kings chapter 7, I'll begin reading in verse 3. Second Kings chapter 7, starting in verse 3. I'll be reading from the King James Version. And it says, Now there were four leprous men at the entrance of the gate. And they said to one another, Why are we sitting here until we die? If we say we will enter the city, the famine is in the city and we shall die there. And if we sit here, we die also. Now, therefore, come, let us surrender to the enemy, to the army of the Syrians. If they keep us, if they keep us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall only die. And they rose at the twilight to go to the camp of the Syrians. And when they come, and when they had come to the outskirts of the Syrian camp, to their surprise, no one was there. For the Lord had caused the army of the Syrians to hear the noise of chariots and the noise of horses, the noise of a great army. So they said to one another, look, the king of Israel has hired against us the king of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to attack us. Therefore, they arose and fled at twilight and left the camp intact, their tents, their horses, and their donkeys, and they fled for their lives. And when they, these lepers came to the outskirts of the camp, they went into one tent and ate and drank and carried from it silver and gold and clothing and went and hid them. 
Then they came back and entered into another tent and carried some from there also and went and hid it. Then they said to one another, we are not doing right. This day is a day of good news and we remain silent. If we wait until tomorrow morning, like some light, some punishment will come upon us. Now for come, let us go and tell the king's house, king's household. So they went and called to the gatekeepers of the city and told them, saying, we went to the Syrian camp and surprisingly, no one was there. Not a human sound, only horses and donkeys tied and the tents intact. Thank you, you may be seated. Out of those verses came up with the title, Don't Count Me Out. Don't Count Me Out. Here, here we find a city that was under attack. The Syrian army was guarding the city. So they blocked off the road so nothing was getting in the city and nothing was getting out. Now the people in the city was under starvation because there was a famine in the land. Now you have this leper camp that was outside the city and they were hungry too. I don't know if you've ever been here on a Thursday, but you see a lot of people coming in and out, you know, getting food. I don't know, I don't believe that that's their only source of food, but you see them coming here and, you, and getting food. But, 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 but these lepers, their only hope for food was from the people inside the city. Their, their situation was desperate. I think that was the only source of food that they could get. Was the charity from the people inside the city. So my brothers and sisters, it had been said that there, there are many things that we can live without. But I want you to know there is one thing that we cannot make it without, and that is hope. Hope is trusting in a power outside of yourself more than trusting the power of the situation. This four-level word gives us a motive and a reason to keep living. Hope will keep you alive when the doctor says that you are out of commission. Hope will keep you alive when all signs say, give up. Have you ever made a wish for something? When you make a wish for something, you are wishing for something that you know is not going to happen. Hope on the other end, you can be certain that things will not stay the same. Our brothers and sisters, people will look down on you and predict your future based on what they see. But let me tell you something. Once you make a prediction without God, it results in a missed prediction. It's kind of like the weatherman always predicting the wrong forecast. But once you put your trust in God, no matter how bad the situation may seem, no matter how dark it may look, you can say, don't count me out. Turn to your neighbor and say, don't count me out. That's, that's what I see here 
in this story in 2 Kings. Here we have four leprous men who suffer from the disease called leprosy. With the disease they had, they, they should have lived a life of misery. Yet I can hear them saying to one another, don't count me out. They had been put out of the city, placed into colonies to live with other people who had the same disease as they had. They had been forced to the outskirts of society because no one wanted to be around them, no one could touch them, and they couldn't touch anybody. Leprosy was a skin disease that they could not hide. It was a situation that everybody could see. It's one thing when you can hide your situations. It's one thing when you can masquerade like everything is okay. But how do you handle it when you're not known by your name, but by your condition? The skin disease these four men had was more important than who they were. There is somebody here today who is in a similar position as these lepers. People know you by your problems, but they know nothing about you as a person. In fact, people will set limits on what you can and cannot do. We can be foreclosed on before we even get started, and the enemy will just about convince you that things will never change. But I know I can at least get one witness who can testify that when your enemy counts you out, that's when you can count on God. Stop throwing your pity party. Stop acting like the tail instead of the head. And tell somebody, you can stay here if you want to, but I am about to rise up. Now, now, these four men were still lepers. God did not change their condition, but he gave them a new position. When we choose, when, when we, when we live life more abundantly, God, we will have to get, God will give us new conditions. God is looking for some people who are willing to rise up without having to change who they are. Jesus can bless you who you are. All you have to do is make the decision to rise up. My brothers and sisters, on this Christian journey, as children of God, we have to make up our minds to press forward. Some of you may feel like you are nobody or nothing unless you're surrounded by people. But let me tell you something. Just because there are people around you does not mean that they're with you. You can have company and still be lonely. Because everybody who's around you may not be suitable for you. We need to surround ourselves with people who have the same mentality as we do. We just surround ourselves with people who have the right attitude. Some folks want you to stay just like you are because they're satisfied living in a similar situation. Misery does indeed love company. If I can take it a step further, these four men were encouragement for each other. Although they all had the same disease, 
Their encouragement did not come from people who were not going through what they were going through. Sometimes you do not need a word for somebody who has not walked where you're walking. Sometimes we need to be encouraged by someone who has been through what we're going through. A non-alcoholic is not in Alcoholic Anonymous because in support groups, everybody has the same issues. All the members are there because they have the right attitude about getting healed. My brothers and sisters, we need to know that God is always active in our lives. Even when he seems to be absent, God is always up to something. Now, you don't have to see God to know that he is up to something because our expectancy and our faith is not based on what we see, but on what we know. But the problem is, here's the problem. God is not obligated to show us or give us a sign of what he is up to. We just have to believe that something is going on for our benefit. And when God gets ready to show us what he has in store for us, then he will show us. Notice, notice, notice in verse 3, it says, there are four lepers at the entrance of the gate. Although there was many lepers that lived in a colony, there were only four mentioned in this text. So this tells me that these four refused to give up on life. Although they all had the same disease, they were the only ones trying to get over it. They were the only ones who would not allow society to count them out. They refused to allow their condition to set the stage for how people view them. So they began to have a conversation. One of them said, why sit here until we die? The other one said, well, if we enter into the city, there's a famine, a shortage of food, and we will die there. The third one said, well, if we sit here, we're still going to die. The fourth one said, well, we don't have nothing to lose. So come on, let us fall into the hands of the Syrian army. If they save us, we live. If they kill us, we die. At least we will die trying. Now, 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 if they would have stayed at the entrance of the gate, they would have died of starvation. But since they had the heart to try, they survived. The problem with us today is we are scared to try. There are times in life when there's time to sit still. And there's the times when God tells us to step out on faith. If you want change in life, then stand where you are it's not an option because if you want to make it to the next level in life, you're going to have to step out in faith. Now, God won't force you to do anything, but in order for you to fulfill the purpose that he has for you, you're going to have to step out in faith. It is putting faith into action. Putting one foot in front of the other, trusting God to lead you in the right direction. Proverbs 3 and 5 
6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. The word lean means to put all your weight on something, trusting that person or thing to hold you. But when it comes to us to make an important decision in our lives, we sometimes can't trust anyone, not even God. But God knows what's best for us. We need to put our trust in him in every decision that we make. We need to learn how to lean on God because he is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. His ways are higher than our ways. His wisdom is higher than our wisdom. You can trust him. You can depend on him. And you can lean on him. And he will make your path straight. Verse 5 says, And they rose up in the twilight to enter into the camp of the Syrian army. And when they came to the uttermost part of the camp, behold, they said, behold, there was no man there. Here, here we discover that the lepers made their move in the twilight, which meant early in the morning. They did not just talk about it. They did something about it. They proceeded with their deliverance in the twilight. And at the same time, they were making their move. God was making his move to move the Syrian army out of their way. Now, now God did not tell the lepers that he was going to move the Syrian army out of their way. He just did it. God honors our faith by moving things out of our way when we move for the opportunity. And just like the lepers, we will not be able to understand what happened. But our job is not to understand what happened. Our job is to enjoy the blessing and give God honor, praise, and glory. When we receive a blessing from God, we, we must also be a blessing. God does not bless us and expect us to keep it to ourselves. God blesses us so that he can use us to bless someone else. Someone said, well, I already knew that. But these, in this text, these, these, these lepers were enjoying the blessing that God had waiting on them. And in the midst of it all, they had a change of heart. They said, this, this is not right. We have to go back to the city and tell these people what we have found. Now, they didn't say they were going back to the leper camp and tell the other lepers what they found. Instead, they went back to the king's house in Samaria and told the king what they had found. Now, the king was the one who put them out of the city. The king was their enemy. Yet they went back to the king house and told the king what they had found. Sometimes God will test our maturity and see if we are willing to bless the ones 
who has counted us out. See, when you are truly blessed, you don't have time to hold grudges on anybody. When you know when God has brought you from, you shouldn't have a problem blessing anybody. We need to use Jesus as an example. Even though Jesus was suffering from crucifixion, he was still able to bless his enemies. He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. We need to learn how to pray for our enemies. What God have gave these lepers was more than they could have ever imagined. From here, from all these lepers wanted was life. All they wanted was to live. But God gave them more than life. They got life more abundantly. When you choose to, to rise up, you not only get light, but you get life more abundantly. That's why the enemy does not want you to rise up. The last thing the enemy wants you to do is rise up. Because the last time he tried to keep somebody down, he suffered his greatest defeat. The devil cannot take it when people rise up because it reminds him of his greatest defeat. Because the last time somebody rose up on him, that somebody got up with all power in his hands. Now through Jesus Christ, you have the power to rise up and be counted. Today, I don't know what you're going through, but I want you to know there is hope. These lepers had hope in Jesus Christ. I want you to know, put your hope in Jesus. Trust in Jesus. He will never leave you. He will never save you. God tried to count me out many a time. He tried to write me off. But look where I'm at today. Glory to the Lord. Don't let him count you out. When the enemy tries to count you out, put your trust in God. Lean on God. He will lead you in the right path. Just trust in the Lord. Believe in the Lord. Follow the Lord. I'm a witness. Right here, you're looking at the witness. Glory to his name. Glory to his name. He's worthy today. He's worthy today. When you leave out of here today, the enemy's going to attack you. Tell the enemy, don't count me out. I'm a child of the king. 